because there is an issue here that we need to face and we want to save children's lives. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's show. My name is Jimmy. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about parental grief and turning it into action, positive action. My guests today are Deb and Stu Schmel. They're from Needham, Massachusetts. They lost their daughter tragically in September of 2020 to an accidental uh, fentanyl poisoning. And um, they contacted me about doing a fundraiser for an organization they, they've started in her name the Becca Schmill Foundation. And we're doing that on October 1st. It's all virtual. I'm going to be the host, the MC, the, the uh, entertainment, do a little comedy, cheer people up. We'll be doing an auction, a fund a need. So it's going to, we're trying to turn a tragedy into positive action to help prevent this type of thing from happening again, to fund research here in the Boston area and around, ultimately around the country. So I just want to welcome all of our listeners and viewers to the show. And especially, please say hello to Deb and Stu Schmill. Hello, Deb. Hello, Stu. Good to see hi, you Jimmy. again. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks. Of course. Of course. Well, it's an honor to be with you today. And I just uh, am so uh, encouraged by the actions that you're taking to trying to turn something so negative into something positive to hopefully alleviate this type of thing from happening again. Uh, and I just wanted to, for our listeners, just to get the story of what, what exactly um, happened. Tell us about your daughter. Tell us about what happened. Uh, tell us about yourself and what led up to this. And uh, just a little background information. Yeah, sure. Thank you for asking. Um, so Becca was, uh, I think, fairly typical uh, teenager, and she was fun and loving and um, sweet, compassionate, uh, and um, things were going pretty well. And when she was 15, um, some older boys invited her and her friends to a small gathering and they served them alcohol. And um, ultimately, my, my daughter was in a state where she couldn't really walk. And so... Um, when all the other kids went out, she was left behind with one boy and he raped her. And that was the start of a downward spiral for her. Um, after that, she was cyberbullied. And between the two traumas, uh, she eventually turned to drugs to help her cope. And, um, and like what often happens in these situations, it started with marijuana, but then it led to, you know, next she was trying um, more and more um, illicit drugs. And um, eventually she and another girl picked up some drugs that unknown to them were laced with fentanyl and it killed her. And did she meet these guys online or were they she did. friends? Yeah. They weren't fa family friends or classmates or anything? No. So um, she, uh, these boys joined a party chat that my daughter was part of with her friends. And that's how they met. And um, over the course of, uh, it was, I think, two to three weeks or so, they chatted online. Um, and then eventually the boys said, why don't we get together? 
And yeah, the girls felt they knew them. So. Right. Right. And is this something, I know you've been doing a lot of investigation, a lot of research into this. This is not apparently an isolated incident, this type of, this type of uh, scenario. No, not at all. Becca is not an anomaly. Um, we've met so many people in, in the last year, couple of years, um, who have had similar situations. And so, Stu, you, you both got together and started to take some positive action around this to, you know, to obviously prevent it from happening again. And what, what exactly are you folks doing? Right. So, um, well, when this happened a couple of years ago, I mean, first of all, we were shocked. And then over the course of that first year, we um, figured, well, um, we could either just kind of curl up and, you know, not engage in the world, or we could uh, see if we could do some kind of good to help others. And um, so we started a foundation with our family, uh, family, our siblings, and um, and and other family members, uh, really to try to help um, prevent or at least diminish uh, the occurrences of of these things. And and there there are a lot of um, bound up issues that we've talked about. Right? Mm -hmm. There's sexual assault is one. Um, there's, um, you know, how social media has really facilitated uh, and made it easier for a lot of these negative um, behaviors to occur. I don't know that they cause them so much as they really uh, facilitate and accelerate some of them. I know as we have been talking over the last couple of months, um, I've become familiar with what you're trying to do, but for the benefit of our listeners, the response has been pretty positive from others. I mean, obviously family members and friends, but also just from the general public, you were telling me that there's, there's a huge need out there for more research. And uh, tragically, so many people have been affected by this. And I know, Deb, you've been quite the activist over the last year. First of all, just tell me what, what type of response have you gotten and tell me about the last uh, year since you did your last event. Sure. Um, so uh, the first, we first fundraised for um, the Boston Medical Center Catalyst Clinic, which um, works with uh, adolescents and young adults who are suffering from from substance use disorders. And um, and and the. Uh, response to that was just overwhelming. We doubled our goal and we just were amazed by the response. And we learned that everyone is touched by this, but people are not talking about it, right? There are so many kids out there who are suffering, but we know that youth mental health issues were rising for a decade before the pandemic hit. And so kids were struggling. and. Um, and when kids are struggling, you know, there's a tendency to to look to drugs to cope. It, it doesn't make them immoral. It doesn't make them, uh, you know, a bad person. It, they're struggling. They need help. And if we don't talk about this, then we can't get to the root of it and 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 help kids. We decided we really wanted to, at least part of our focus, to be 
making getting people comfortable with talking about these issues mm -hmm. and that also means sexual assault it means you know, um as i said drug use it's it's talking very openly about the things that are going on in social media um sextortion um i i could go on there are so many new terms that have been created for the harms right. from social media um i never heard of that one before yeah. sextortion oh yes and since social media You've got predators who are seeking out young people. They ask them to send them a, a nude photo. Mm -hmm. And and once they do, um, that predator uses that photo to either get money from the child or sex or additional photos or things like that. Um, mm -hmm. There are there's this whole world out there on social media and um, and kids are being targeted. And, um, and so we need to be talking about it. So Stu, yeah, I know you were talking about, um, that you're, you know, you're trying to turn this grief into action and the money that you're being raising is going to fund research with different organizations, more than one. Um, what, what are those organizations? Right. So Deb mentioned that we funded, uh, Boston Medical Center uh, the first year, but we've also funded research projects with Boston Children's Hospital. Um, and the idea of, of these research projects have been focused on trying to um, uh, develop an evidence base for the harms that students are uh, experiencing that can be used to influence public policy because ultimately we need a, a a systemic answer to this, right? We need uh, a legislative answer. And Deb, you were telling me off camera that uh, you had a pretty eventful year yes. this year in terms of what you were doing and your activism, you and <laughs> Stu. Tell me, tell us about it. Sure. So um, I took a trip to California um, earlier in the year and um, with, with a group uh, and of other mothers who've lost their children due to social media related incidences. Um, and um, so, yeah, we, we went to Meta or Facebook and we had a film crew with us and very Michael Moore style <laughs> went up to, to Meta and tried to get in the door and present a um, some demands to them. And we didn't make it in the door, but... <laughs> His security told us we need to leave, <laughs> but um, but it was it was certainly a, an interesting experience. Um, yeah, and uh, I've also uh, had uh, the opportunity to be part of um, the Drug Enforcement Agency's first family summit for uh, people who have experienced overdose in their families. So. Um, was was that national? That, um, or was that just they, local Massachusetts? No, that that was um, in Washington D.C. and they brought um, family members who have lost someone to overdose from all over the country to this mm -hmm. summit in Washington D.C. and we spent two days working on you know just talking and listening and trying to figure out what is the best local approach or actually approaches at every level to you know prevention um and uh prevention meaning preventing kids from starting to use drugs but also 
uh, building awareness about the fentanyl crisis um, and uh, and reducing overdose. And uh, Deb, one of the reasons you went to California to Facebook is uh, apparently she was able to buy her drugs online. Yes, that's where she connected with drug dealers. And um, no matter where she was, uh, we, we lived in Maine for a little while, just the two of us, just to keep her away from her drug dealers. I didn't realize she could still find anything she wanted just with her phone. And, um, and, and not just Facebook, it's uh, Snapchat and Instagram. And um, so. Mm. On a personal level, how important is it for you? Stu and Deb to to take action, and does that help with the healing process? Um, it does for us. I mean, I know everybody reacts differently to grief, and um, I think Deb and I both have in our minds uh, what we think Becca would want us to do. Mm. So we feel like we're honoring her. I mean, she was someone who um, always tried to make the people she was with feel better. That was her thing. You know, when you were in her presence, you, you just felt better about yourself and you just felt better about life when you were with her. And, um, so we're trying to honor that and, um, you know, she'll always be with us and, you know, the work that we're doing, we think she would, um, you know, she would have taken this on if she were here with us. And, um, you know, every time we hear about um, another family that's struggling and if we're able to help just one other family um, not lose their child, um, then I think all of this will be worth it because, uh, you know, we know the pain of of losing your child and not being able to, to hug her and kiss her and tell her that we love her and we just don't want that to happen to other families. Mm -hmm. And uh, Deb, when you're traveling out there to California with a group of other mothers, is this like a very bonding experience? I mean, is this is very, it must be, or tell us about yes. it. I mean, the, tell us about the camaraderie and the, the, the friendships that are developed on in, in those type of efforts. Yes. I mean, th that, that is one of the positive aspects of all of this. I mean, when you travel with people who've been through something that most other people cannot relate to, um, but, but this core group, we, we understand each other. We know what we've been through. Um, it, yeah, I, it, it is, it's a very, um, affirming, very, or I don't know if that's the right word, but a very empowering feeling that we're together and we're doing this work and we, and, and no matter where each of us comes from, because we're from all different states with all different backgrounds, but we've come together um, because there is an issue here that we need to face and we want to save children's lives. Great. Well, the first, what our listeners can do if they'd like to participate and help the foundation is the Becca Schmill Foundation, BeccaSchmill.org, is that it? It's BeccaSchmill, F-D-N, or, or even BeccaSchmillFoundation.org. BeccaSchmillFoundation.org. The link will be in the show notes of this broadcast. But on October 1st, ladies and gentlemen, not only are we going to turn grief into action, 
we're going to actually enjoy ourselves as we try to go to another level and carry the message of recovery and taking action in a positive way with the community at large. Um, it's all online, so you can stay home. You can join us. Uh, again, I'll be the MC. We will have representatives from the various organizations that the funding is going to help, uh, or the research is going to help, excuse me, that the funds are going to help uh, with these organizations continue their research, taking positive action and try to make, make social change right here in the grassroots level in Massachusetts that will hopefully have ramifications all over the country uh, eventually. So you can join us October 1st. Again, the link is right in the chat to the BeccaSchmillFoundation.org, but you can also get tickets at JimmyTingle.com. I will be your MC, your auctioneer, a little entertainment, and we'll have a lot of fun at these auction items and fund the need, and we just want to invite everybody to participate. If you can, if the spirit moves you, and if you can't, if you're not available on October 1st, you can just go to the foundation website. You can make a donation or learn more about it and tell people. Tell people that, you know, who might be suffering yourself or somebody else, or you have a friend or a relative who has a child that's is struggling or has uh, tragically uh, passed away or whatever the situation is, you're not alone. And now it's got to be one of the most redeeming experiences, realizing that you're not alone. Would you, would you agree, Stu and, and Deb on yeah, that? Absolutely. It's, um, I mean, sadly, we're not alone, but it has helped. And um, in fact, it's the only thing that helps is the support we've gotten from others. So, mm -hmm. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. If there's anything else you'd like to tell folks how they can get involved or whatever your departing words would be to the audience, uh, would would love to hear from you. Uh, thank you, uh, Jimmy. Appreciate the chance to. Um, share our story and get the word out about our foundation. And we hope people um, will recognize the seriousness of the issue in this country and um, come to the BeccaSchmillFoundation.org and, and support our work. And most importantly, just at least learn about the work or learn about what's happening to our kids right now. Because if, if, if you're not aware, you're not going to be able to help them. Right. And it's not just the drugs, it's the network that's going along supporting this on social media and the internet, and it gets into big tech. So there are a lot of issues here that it's not just drug use, but it's the spreading of it, the, the proliferation of it online, and the lack of controls. And what we're trying to do is set up some standards online. And we're going through this as a country and in the world on many, many different levels, on many, many different issues. And this is one of the most critical. So thank you both for joining us today. Of course, our deepest condolences. I will see you on uh, October 1st, but we'll be in touch before then. But the, the, the spelling of the organization is B-E-C-C-A, Becca, Schmill, S-C-H-M-I-L, Foundation. I'm not going to try to spell that it's okay. because yeah. I'm not that great of a spell. Two L's. But it's the Becca Schmill Foundation. <laughs> dot org two l's schmill c-h-m-i-l-l becca schmill foundation let me take a crack f-o-u-n-d-a-t-i-o-n <laughs> is that correct dot org okay spelling wasn't my big thing as a matter of fact 
<laughs> anyway, thank you both so much. God thank bless you. you. And we're in your corner and we're going to help do as well as we can to make this just an, an, a wonderful event and just, you know, help where we can. So thanks everybody thank for you. listening. Thank you. And thank you folks and continue success and continue wonderful efforts on what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a Humor for Humanity production. Our mission is your mission. Humor for Humanity at jimmytingle.com. Thank you. Thank you.